Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the family with LA Nick, Alex Brampernard Rasmussen, co host Catherine Brandt, Andy Rampernard, and Cassie Schrader. What? What'd you say? <laughs> huh? What? Oh, oh, what day is it? Unbelievable. I have been, I, seriously, I couldn't even drink out of a cup today. I'm just drooling all over. I'm like, yeah, she's like seriously trying to take wrong her, with me. Just trying to take her vitamins and her whole shirt was just like, <laughs> like wow. I've been hanging around the toddlers too much. Yeah. We'll be back. I guess we're not going to start on time. I will be back with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Recently, the four Walzer dealerships in Burnsville, Walzer Subaru, Walzer Honda, Walzer Nissan, and Walzer Mazda encountered a hailstorm. Adjusters flew in from around the U.S. to handle a claim on what will be over 2,500 new and used cars. They've drastically reduced the pricing on these vehicles, and there are some wonderful bargains available. But here's the deal. I normally hate the hurry-these-won't-last style of marketing, but in this case, it is true. It's not like they'll go into the back lot at night with hammers and make more. I also usually tell people to check them out online, but in the case of slightly damaged cars, you really do have to see them for yourselves. Stop out to Walzer Mazda, Nissan, Honda, and Subaru just south of the Burnsville Mall on Buck Hill Road. If you really want to, you can tell them Tom sent you, but that sounds kind of dumb. Hi. Is it not playing right? It's playing. No, it's playing, but that part's really quiet. Oh. Sweet Emotion by Aerosmith. What could be better? It got to go down as the greatest American rock and roll band in history. I think that's probably true. They have to. Or about the monkeys. monkeys. I've seen Steven Tyler before, and he's a tiny little man. He is very tiny. He's got some freaky toes, man. Toes? You ever see his feet? No. Pull up, pull up a picture of his feet. I'm not doing that. No, trust me, do it. Yeah, you're right. Trust me, dude. What? Trust right. me. Why are you Steven looking Tyler's at Tyler? Pull up show. a picture of Steven Tyler's feet, man. It all- <laughs> I was looking one time and he's wearing sandals. I was just like, oh, I never saw anything like that before in my life. Oh, right. Why? He, are they webbed? Here it no, comes they right are, here. Like, weirdest gentlemen. thing you've ever seen in your life. Okay, He's got toes from like a monkey and a chimpanzee. What the hell? Oh, Jesus. What'd you show me that for? <laughs> They're all mangled. Oh, They're my all mangled, God. man. His. What? On his right foot, his he, second he got toe deformed feet. Yes. covers over his big toe. He's got I, some weird toes, um, man. Why would you wear sandals? <laughs> Nicest What's guy in the world, but he's got some weird-ass toes. Michael, <laughs> my friend Michael has his second toe crosses over his first toe. Is that from dancing? No, that's how he's born. Oh. My second toe is bigger, longer than my can big you, toe because that's, that's Roman. That's a Roman sandals. toe. Roman that just foot. means that you're more ape-like than others. No, that's <laughs> Roman. That's a Roman foot. Can oh, they not really? fix yeah. this? Um, yeah, they know. probably can, but... He probably doesn't care. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't care. Well, he's worth a couple of hundred million dollars. Get it care. fixed. Who he cares? Care. Maybe it keeps him humble. Yeah. Having weird toes. I was disappointed feet. when David Bowie got his teeth done. That, oh, yeah, that's right. He had David teeth. Bowie had, they, didn't, they were bad. He just had spaces and it yeah, gave him spaces, character. Yeah. It made yeah. him look British. And... It did make him look British. <laughs> and then he got them all capped and they were all perfect. I was like, man, why'd you do that? I 
don't like the piano key looking teeth. Like they're overly yeah. perfect. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Cartoon I, teeth. I mean, yeah. it is just like mm, they're too perfect. Like Donny Osmond. Yeah, like yeah. square. And they're bright white. white yeah. There's like, a lot of people in Minnesota with those perfect piano key teeth. Yeah, but a lot, a lot of people. Of the, a lot, lot of the blondes. People, a lot of people get them done. You'd yeah. be surprised how many people have their teeth. I noticed there's a lot done. of girls in Minnesota that blondes that have the really big teeth. They're really wide. They're like Scandinavian. Yeah, they're big. Yeah, they're big, wide teeth, and it's common in Minnesota with these blonde girls. Huh. Do they even make chiclets anymore? Oh yeah, sure I don't they see do. them anymore ever. No, I don't um, think they I do. Very often. Okay, I have a question for you because I didn't realize this until I read the story this morning. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Del Monte is shutting down its plant in Minnesota. I Everybody's going to lose their job. Like three hundred and some people, right? Three hundred and some people. Yeah. Well, it's actually four hundred people when you include the part timers. Oh. Three hundred sixty. But okay. why? Um, because uh, when's the last time you ate fruit out of a can? Mm. Not Fair me. point. Seriously, I cannot remember the last well, time I ate do, fruit out of a can. I might get one of those is cup that, things. Is that in Lesseur? <clears throat> no. Down, it's down that way, yeah. Because I remember my mother's relatives are from the farms down around in that area. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the women would get a packing job for There's the a Jolly summer. Green Giant. Oh, that. Well, yeah, I read though. It's basically re- the same thing, right? It's not Del Monte, no. Well, I mean, it's the same kind. It's the same of job. kind of job, yeah. What I, yeah. what I read, that particular location does peas, frozen peas, and corn. Frozen. <clears throat> or can something peas canned. and corn? Yeah, yeah canned, canned peas and corn, yeah. which well, nobody eats corn, anymore. Canned corn is okay. I like yeah. canned corn. I haven't had canned corn or canned peas. Canned peas in are. I don't, eat, can, I don't awesome. eat peas, but I like canned corn. Canned How do you not eat peas? I like pea salad. Get out. P- cold mm. pea salad. Get out. Oh, the only way I'll eat peas is in a cold no, Nancy, pea salad. No, Nancy makes a special... <laughs> Nancy makes a North Dakotan, <laughs> North Dakotan pea salad that has ba- little pieces of bacon, and it's, it's really, really good. Well, you put bacon in anything. It's edible. Well, oh, it's a little tiny Jim pieces. Jim Gaffigan down there. Oh, but that's... Okay, yes, so here's the can corn and peas. Yep. And the Minnesota plant. Well, I can see yes. can corn. And where is it in Austin or something? Man cannot live on can corn. It is in Sleepy Eye. Sleepy Eye. That's right. Whatever the hell that is. I don't even know where that is. Hey, uh, Pig's Eye and Sleepy Eye. Pig's Eye was the original. They might be moving for tax reasons. Uh, They're shutting down. Honestly, I bet they, oh, they are. are. Yeah. Well, see, here we go. Another small, yep. you know, city that's going to suffer. Well, that's probably sucks. a company that's on what? It's fifth generation, sixth generation. Not anymore. No, I'm saying, but. What happens over time is the kids don't want it anymore, and they just... Well, yeah, I haven't. I didn't know, even realize it until rich. I read the story today. I did not realize how long it's been since I've eaten fruit or vegetables out of a can. Yeah. It's been yeah. decades. Most, a lot only, of people don't. The only fruit what I ever oranges. get is peaches. mandarin oranges. Man- mandarin oranges. Yeah. Nancy yeah. won't eat out of a can. I no. get peaches because nope. peaches are so seasonal. Yeah. That's so yeah. I'll get canned peaches in the wintertime. Yeah. Pineapple sometimes. Can yeah, pineapple. pineapple. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm making, yeah. like, if I just need something with a little bit but of pineapple. My point was, mm-hmm. <clears throat> these canning jobs are a lot of times they just, you know, people make a lot of make money for like Christmas or a yeah, trip right. or yeah, something. Right. That, exactly I mean, right. it was like a supplemental income for a lot of the farm families. Well, so. they only had 69 full-time employees. The other 290 were seasonal. So. Right. Yeah, yeah, but that exactly was, like I said, it could, it, well, in, on a farm, you have a bad year. That could be the difference between paying your bills and not. So who so. owns Del Monte now? Um, Nestle. Amazon? <laughs> Singapore. Yeah. What? Singapore. They just, they just take the name. Yep. And they'll, blow the, the name, name they'll blow the name up big. Hmm. Yep. So once again, we just... Uh, we literally, over the years, have just turned America over to everybody else. All of our money and our manufacturing and everything, it's just all, just sell it all. So where, el- much. where else is Del Monte disgusting. other than... Uh, they got plants, in th- they're shutting down Texas, Minnesota. The yeah, they're all over the world, actually. They're shutting them down, and but somebody wants to buy A it. Chinese company, you buy it and blow their name up. They'll be bigger than they ever were, but it'll be a Chinese conglomerate. Right, right, exactly. Well, why not keep the plants? That probably all out of date, <clears throat> obsolete. It's um, canning vegetables. How crazy does it have to be? I don't think the technology has improved. They have factories now. There's no humans in them. That's true, though. Yeah. Uh, well, it's canning. It's a very, very simple job. Yeah. So, I don't like it. Yeah, I understand that. <laughs> 
I'm looking at the headlines for today, and I'm not going to read any of these stories. You got their community's name is for a KKK member. They voted to keep it. Uh, as Trump flips on background checks and the audacious plan, Pence announces big step towards Space Force. White House makes its move against Flores Agreement. Uh, the Obama's first film for Netflix is anti-Trump. I mean, it's, it's all it is is bitching nonstop in the news now. Yep. You have any good news? <clears throat> Anything? Uh, uh, Florida's big cats are stumbling, and no one knows why. It's all negative news. Before girl was mauled, dad argued with dog owner. <laughs> Every story <laughs> on the front page of this is negative. Negative travels twice as fast yep. as good. Oh sure my does. God! I am so How sick of it. How about that poor woman in Boca Raton? Which one? The one that was. Well, there's a lot there. of poor women in Boca Raton. <laughs> no, the no, one that, 75 no, year old not. woman. Hobos, yeah. Was um, bludgeoned to death by a, a delivery guy. What? Yeah. It was, uh, it was a, it well, I'm was, glad you went with the positive news. It was a Best <laughs> Buy, oh, yeah, right. Best Buy oh. subcontractor that delivered a washer and dryer. It was, a be- it was Best Buy. I don't want to disparage anybody. Well, there's some freaks uh, down there. So. And two guys came and they <clears throat> installed the washer. Maybe a dryer. I don't remember exactly. And one of them went out to make a phone call, and the other one, he hears this screaming. He comes in, and the other guy had beaten this woman, and she and poured some sort of flammable liquid over oh her, and was going to start her on fire. But he did I guess start that her didn't, on fire. He did start her on fire. Yes. For what reason? Why and was then, he starting her on fire? And then, and then so she, they, there, but the other guy was like, you know, I, I guess a good guy, and he called an ambulance and was freaking out, and she was taken to the hospital, and she, but she died overnight. This is a common Florida story. Well, yeah, Florida, what, man. Well, now I'm like, any time I'm going to have somebody in the house, I'm like, do I need to, have, you know, just have my gun out? Remember, everybody from the Northeast who got in any trouble, they all were on the Florida. Yeah, they do. So they like they the, go to the, Florida. The, like this, this is from back in the fifties. Yeah. So people bred other people that have this mentality, and this just never mm-hmm. ends in Florida because they all went there. That is true. You're right about that. Yeah. So. Yeah, you never, I'm like, I never want to be home by myself when we get a delivery, anything, or like the carpet's no. clean oh, or anything. Oh, God. Not no. anymore. Nobody can, nobody can knock on our door, so. Yeah, that's right. You can't <laughs> knock true. on our door either. We love it. I um, got delivery yesterday, and they just throw it over the gate. This is not good oh, news for they, me. Or because they leave it outside the gate, and it gets sopping wet. I tell them to throw it over the gate, and they put it in a plastic bag yesterday. Oh, Ooh, nice. Not good news for me. This might be the end of my marriage, oh. because. Uh, the reason he did it is because he was high as hell. There's a Naturally. shock. There's a shock. Weed and Coke. Interesting combo. And weed, Coke, and something else, too. I've done weed and Coke many and times. And too. never, <laughs> never killed anyone. Killed person. Yeah, exactly. I don't understand. <laughs> yes. Okay, well, that transition was trampled, so I'll move on Sorry. to something else. No, don't worry about my family. Everything's all right. Oh, here's something. Yeah, this is not good news for me. Uh, Catherine might be leaving me because uh, oh, no. she'll learn today that uh, Larry King's getting divorced. So. Uh oh. He is I, a sexy beast. <laughs> He's a, I'll tell you what. He's that Larry King. <laughs> Why would you even bother getting divorced at that age? Eight. Times he's been married. I'm, well, I'm, I'm eight, sure the woman is just like I've been married long enough to get a great big old settlement. The last now. one, he, he was married to his, her sister too, right? Her, what? Her current, his current wife. Yeah, he was married to her sister. I believe so. Oh, no, Larry's That's got mar- marrying issues. Just well, I'll tell you what. Say. His wife right now. So <clears throat> I think it's been three years ago. Me and Nancy were at the Emmys. John. And, and that year, I went to the Oscars, and him and his wife, he was hosting his show live from the Oscars, mm-hmm. and his wife was just so hammered, they had to take her out. Sean was? Hammered. Hard to believe. Gone. Well, wouldn't you be hammered if you had to kiss that puss every night? Uh, well, there is that. <laughs> well, you should see him now. He looks he looks really bad. Well, he looks he's terrible. 150. He's 85. He's only 85. He's yeah. only 85? Yeah, he's he always <laughs> looks only. He looks only 85. He looks much older than 85. You know what, though? He's a really nice man. Yeah. He really, really is. He really is. Yeah. He's not really to be married nice. to, though, I wouldn't guess. A couple of times I've had the chance of, of meeting him and talking with him, he was really nice. Yeah, but he had his game face on. I don't think so. No? You know no, he like. seemed real sincere. I love the fact that his wife is a foot taller than he yeah. is. Well, well, who isn't? <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. that's where yeah. everybody is. She was good looking in her day. I think oh, she's must... still good looking. Yeah, she was a good looking lady. Very but so pretty. is her sister. Really? Oh, he got caught cheating with her sister. <clears throat> That's what well, it was. Well, she was cheating with a guy named Richard Green. Oh, geez. And she, she went home and said, Larry, I'm leaving you for Richard Green. And Richard Green called and said, no, she isn't. <laughs> How about that action? Whoops. The guy called and says, no, you're not. 
Oh, I don't know the what best you're talking about. <laughs> I remember she, I remember her being a very good-looking lady, though. She's very pretty. Yeah. She still is very oh, pretty. And they've already filed for divorce once before in 2010. Yeah, 2010. So, hey. That's, well, that's when, when he got caught on. with her sister. And she got caught with Richard Green. Hmm. She caught him with her sister. Seems like a really happy yeah. Yeah, really. <laughs> marriage. Like a that was a great stable. old... Great Ideal. Old, that was a great old African-American joke back in the day. Walking down the beach the other day with my friend, and my friend said, hey, 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 isn't that Dick Brown over there? I said, should be. He's been here two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. That's a good joke. What? Apparently, you guys don't like African-American humor, right? I think racist. it's racist as hell. Yes. Well, since a black man said <laughs> it about another I black don't man. Like it. I'm highly offended. You said that. That's I'm exactly right. immediately. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, I'd, I would like to read you some, uh, some of the... Uh, big stories of the day but i can't do it every one of them is negative as hell all of them did you see the kid that sold pork chops yes pork chop you yep. seen it? yeah that's a good what? story indeed what do you mean pork chops what that is he had a pig pork chops a pig named pork chop He's oh little hmm. kids sold it for charity it's a nice story oh poor pig i just i gotta do something about the negativity because i just found out something about my childhood that i really it's been sticking you in just my head found for, something out about your childhood. yes i found out that uh like, I won't say the church or any of the rest of it, or than the guy's name, but I found out a nun and the priest, when I was a little kid, were molesting children. I just found that out. Yeah, and it depresses did. the hell out of me. Because I always tell everybody, well, I never saw anything like that. We didn't have any of that. They were, the or they were accused of? They actually were, apparently. A nun? A nun, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I went, I had a great staff. I went to Catholic school my whole life, and I had all nuns and priests, and they were all awesome. That's what I thought until I found out about this Well, pig. you went to school in an Italian neighborhood. So and I was an altar boy, out. too. Be, they'd be taken out if they messed and with And I was an altar boy, there. too, so I was seeing everything. Oh, yeah, you would You longer I was an altar week? girl. I was an altar boy for four years. You that was for one week. Four no, years. Never. Nope. No. I was an altar. My priest did drink, though. Well, no, a priest that drank. <laughs> yeah, we had a Father Hayes that was a little... Yeah. Father Hayes. We had, like, like so much was, communion wine. I was an altar girl for <laughs> three years, mm-hmm. probably, and I was in the choir. Yeah. I was in church You were a lot. You were in church a lot, yeah. When we went to St. Yeah, Andrews. they didn't even ask me. All of a sudden, Alex is like, yeah, I was serving at a funeral, and I'm like, what? <laughs> Nobody even asked me if that's an something that was okay I would get, for her yeah, to do. And I'd get paid. I wow. missed school to be an altar girl at a funeral, oh, and they that's why give I was an altar boy because you missed class. Yeah, really? you missed yeah, class. Yeah, you, you had to do chapel every day. Yeah. All right, we'll close this but segment. I nev- we never saw. I never saw anything weird. No, I no never did either. But a, a couple of friends of mine told me it did happen. Well, that's sad to hear. So basically, very quickly, when I was little, Fawny's age. Well, I was younger than Fawny now. My mother tells the story. I was like two and a half or two. I was two, I think. Um, and we, she had the Archbishop from the Basilica over for dinner. Oh, that's a big the deal. The Archbishop, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Here comes two-year-old Tommy. I walk up to my other mother and said, and I quote, tell that son of a bitch to go home. I just shit my pants. <laughs> Charming <laughs> even back then. <laughs> even at two years even old. Even at two, oh, yeah. even at two years old. The grace and dignity of a box. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back with the family. It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. SuperID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. SuperID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and SuperID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience member FDIC, and an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. 
There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. It's another sad story here on the family book. I'm a Catholic priest. (laughs) I was just thinking about that. It never occurred to me, but it just did. Can you imagine the language I heard as a two-year-old to say something like that? I can, because you <laughs> use that same language in front of our two-year-old. No, I do not. Yes, you do. Yeah, I used to Nancy came home the other day. She said she heard somebody just screaming, F you, F this, and just nonstop. And she turned the corner, and it was a guy yelling at, like, a little tiny kid, like, two-year-old. Oh, oh God. Downtown. God. There you go. That's horrible. Well, I told, I, told, again, I told you guys through, I was on the light rail, which is a rare thing for me because I usually don't I take light to be the light rail. But no, I, you have to I, wear a suit of armor. Yeah, when you go but in. I had to take it because I was stuck at the airport and it was time I had to take the light rail. So I took the light rail and there was an older woman with four kids that were definitely not her kids because she was too old to have little kids that that young. She was probably Ages. in her late 60s. Well, she was probably in her late 60s, so she can't have four under four-year-old kids okay. but she was calling them every name in the book f this i mean just non-stop and i was the only one on the car i was the only one on the car with her and i said I, I i had to say it got to a point where i had to say something i said you know you might want to watch what you say to those kids they they don't you know they copy you and you know those start like, whoops and she she, she she told me to mind my own business and when she was she got off before me and she stopped Right, right where I was sitting, mm-hmm. and she put my hand on my my shoulder. She goes, "Maybe you're right." Oh, oh so. that's nice. That's yeah. good. Made See, a with my bit... luck, she'd slice my throat. Made, yeah, really. Yeah, made her, <laughs> I, I made her. I throat. made her think, though. <clears throat> yeah, well, that's, well, that's good. No, that's, yeah. Thinking is good. Yeah, yeah. that is good. It's a Can rare you imagine event. how depressed she is today. L.A. Nick made me think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how depressing is that? I think a lot of people think. You do, actually. I'm That's actually very, very true. end up the, vo- the voice of reason in a lot of situations. You. Mm. I know. It's pretty pretty amazing, isn't it? <laughs> I've never been the voice of reason in my life. I can guarantee right. you that. So, L.A. Nick, you have to tell your her story, I think. Nobody heard that on the air, right? Oh, so Correct. I went to Catholic school. Oh, yeah, that's a good, good idea. I think I was in sixth grade. How, how old are you in sixth grade? The 11, 12, okay. maybe so 12. They, I was nine. They had a rule in most Catholic schools. Yes. Saying you had to wear a shirt and tie and a, and a blazer to school every day. You wore the same thing every day. And you your hair couldn't be longer than your collar. Well, my hair was like six inches longer than my collar. And everybody let it pass. Well, one day it's some old nun who was like 200. She wasn't letting it pass anymore. Well, you were mentioning her weight. <laughs> Oh, 200 years old. Oh, okay. Fattest. She, yeah, fattest. I had to go like, in front of like, a, the Catholic court, like the, the, uh, the diocese. And I, I said court. to my parents, I, like I want my parents backed me. And I, I went in there and spoke for myself. And I said, well, listen, first of all, I don't know what my hair length has to do with me getting an education. Or, 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 my, or my faith. Correct. And I said, second... And the biggest thing, the most important thing, is Jesus has long hair. I want to be just like Jesus. Yeah, and they baby. all looked at me and like literally dropped their jaw because there's nothing they could have said no. against that. No, it's so true. I got a pass. Well, good. You well, you figured it out. That's yeah, I good. Got a pass. What, yep, you what? didn't, you didn't fight. You, you fought the system, but you were within the system. And mm-hmm. everyone yep. else didn't That's all of a sudden decide to, to grow their hair long. It wasn't like I ruined the whole, you know, yeah. nobody else grew their hair oh long. So God. I didn't change anything. Yeah. So it was just me. Have, I was the only long hair in my school. Yeah. Hey, now that Jesus ascended into heaven, can I call Doug Becker the king of the Jews? <laughs> what no, do you think? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Why not? I don't, I don't think he wants that much. Well, maybe not. I'll yeah, call yeah. him and ask him. <laughs> I just talked to Dougie yesterday. I love him. 
He's a good guy. He is. He and his wife. Well, his, his wife is much nicer than he is. Of but, course. you know. <laughs> no, Doug and Heidi Beck are great friends. Uh, I should mention, by the way, that at Nutramost the other night, several people came up and said they listened to the podcast, so they wanted me to say hello to all of you. So that's nice. Hello. Well, you get a lot of people Hi. that reach out yeah. for the podcast. Yeah, they do. They do indeed, they which is very, somebody, very nice. Reach out. Somebody yeah, just, they listen people. every single day. God bless them. Some it, one person on. listens every day. Rick Hi, Lar. Wendy. Hi. Rick Lar, that sounds familiar. Hi, Rick Lar, I listen every day. Thank you, Rick. Who loves Rick, Rick more than us? What was his last name? Lar. Huh? Lar, L-A-R. Yep. Hello, there you go. Rick. I know a Rick Sklar. Who's Rick Sklar? Can I call you Ricky? I'm bad with names. No S-K-L-A-R. You probably like went to preschool with them. I don't know. I went to... Yes, I went to preschool when I was 17. That's, oh, my gosh. When we were trying to name our kids, Dan did that with, Rick's, like, certain oh. names. You know, I'd be like, what about whatever? And he'd be like, no. I went to junior high with a guy with that name, and he had weird shoes. And I'm like. <laughs> weird shoes? Like, every what? name. He was like, I once met what? a gal with that name, and she was rude to me. And I'm like, okay. Oh my God! I could I don't know, but that's a tough chore to do. Name your kid. Yeah. It is very difficult. That's so why we just, just go with weird shit. One of the re- <laughs> one of the reasons that I do miss being on social media, but I'm never coming back because I just I can't put up with people running their mouths to me. No. everybody's such running a tough guy. Yeah, like, no, it's you, gonna you never do that. Has it really? For me, has it, it has. died down? For me, it has. I don't think it would for me. I've I've banned delete instantly, so <clears> they know. That's true. That I'm going to ban and delete instantly. Yeah. So that's why I, bother? Yeah. On the podcast Facebook page, I was always ban, delete, ban, delete. I just ban, hit ban, delete. And then, and then just, the, all the trolls just went away because that's they it. were actually delete, ban, but whatever. <laughs> delete, ban? Yeah. No, the reason I mention it is because right? you yeah. were talking about kids' names and all that stuff. And Derek Rem uh, had a daughter. Yes. And they named her Olivia Theophila Rem. Because it was right after my mother died. She's 11. God, Olivia. Her birthday's coming up. She must be 11 years. Man, she's 11 years old now. Good God. It's somebody's birthday's today. See, I do miss those people on, on social media like Derek. He's a great guy. There are many, many people I'd like to talk to again. On, but I just, I just I, can't do it. I can't sit there and have somebody run their mouth when knowing they'd never do it in person. That's plus, the part that pisses me off. just having a social media presence is time-consuming. It is. Unless really you're like me business, who just posts though. something and then never pays any attention to anybody else's page. <laughs> I, just, I just can't be on it. I just Because it, it's like falling into a scroll hole. You're just like yeah. on it for just too long. No, I mean, I've had, I've had co-workers get people to go after me on it. And I mean, yeah. you know. No. Ugh. No reason <laughs> Is it Michael Bryan's birthday? It was Bob Sansevier's birthday. Bob Sansevier. Bob Sansevier yesterday, yeah. Yeah, yesterday. Sandy! I know somebody related to the show's birthday was today or yesterday. I asked him actually on the show, I said, so like when you sing happy birthday to yourself, do you ramble like you do when you talk? (laughs) (laughs) Happy birthday. That reminds me of a story. I really really like Tom. Bob's a really nice guy. Bob's a great guy. He He really is. Genuinely salt of the earth. His family is very nice. Born in New Jersey Italian. And then Mary. They're like salt of the earth. Except Mary looks like about 40 years younger than him. But yeah. I didn't know. Well, Bob's all clogged doesn't. up with cheese. So. <laughs> He's got a little cheese flowing through his veins. <laughs> too much cheese. Uh, yeah, that'll do it. There. No, they're, they're about as nice as they get, and their, their kids are great, too. Rick Sklar, by the way, was VP of Programming for ABC Radio. That's why I knew That's Rick Sklar. You know yeah, Rick, I worked for Rick Sklar. Yeah, That's pretty pretty I'm sure you did. Yeah. That's my weakest link is names. I'm, I don't know how you do it. I'm terrible with people's names. Me too. Names. I'm terrible. I'm terrible. Within five seconds of someone telling me their name, it's gone. You have no yeah. idea what it is? Yeah. I'm the same way. You're welcome. You got that from my gene pool. <laughs> yeah, I'm not good with names. My mother remembers names like crazy. So it must be your dad. Must be my dad. If it's somebody that I need to know, I'll say it to myself like ten times. Yeah. Or, or talk them and call them their name. I heard a tool for that is you... When you say, you just um, call LA a tool. <laughs> say, I am anymore. Hi, how are you? Rem- yeah, remind me of your name. And the, then they say, like, you know, LA Nick. You say, that's my name too. So every time people see you, they'll say, LA Nick. <laughs> and then you'll be like, oh, hi. Good idea. Good idea. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to work out. Yeah, it might not work. Everybody's LA Nick. <laughs> nobody forgets your name. Well, I didn't even make my name. This town, Minneapolis, made my name. Because I remember the first day it happened. It actually happened at Barrio on Nicolette Mall. 
I walk a very in, good place. And a guy, yeah, named, a guy named Mark Webster, who I'm still friends with, the whole Webster family. From got a great side. dictionary. And they, he was <laughs> and working the door, and he said, he said, he said, something like, "Who the hell are you?" or something like that. And I said, I said, "Oh, hi, my name's Nick. I just moved here from L.A." And somebody yelled out, "L.A. Nick." L.A. Nick. And it stuck. The, the bar was packed, and from that day on, everyone called me L.A. Nick. He's I remember walking down Nicolet Mall, and somebody's up on a on a window washer, and I hear, "L.A. Nick." <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll happen. Do you spell your real name N-I-K? Uh, it's N-I-C-K. N-I-C-K, that's what but I thought. But it's, it's Nicholas with a K. Yeah. And all, oh, through, all okay. through a kid, my name was Nikki, and I spelled it N-I-K-K-I. Because that's what that's you did in the 80s. Name. But that's what you did in the 80s. It's a girl's name. Uh, my, name Nikki, my name nah, was Nikki. T-O-M-I. My name was Nikki Fear for like... Nikki Fear? Yeah, for probably wow. 20 years. Really? Yeah. You had a lot of fear, or you gave other people fear. Gave other people fear. Why did? Why? Were well, they I was in the first horror band, The Unexpected, oh, was, I with love. Jimmy Kerr from he does all Kiss guitars now. I we were the it. first horror band before horror Alice band? Cooper. Yeah, well, he was more campy. Like, well, they like, was, we yeah, were a true. horror band. We were the most de- it was the most devastating metal show in the world. Oh, I want to hear sometime. Okay. I want to hear a metal rock star interview a professional wrestler. Imagine what that would sound like. <laughs> Say, what are you going to do drums. tomorrow? <laughs> well, I'm going to go downstairs. I mean, it would be phenomenal. And you played the drums. Yep. You were Did a you drummer? Did you sing? Uh, I sang a couple songs. Huh. Yeah. They're coming to take me away. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 I sang a couple songs. Did you? Yeah. What? Like, what did you sing? The Can first, we find the, one the very first, The very yeah. first band I was in. Oh, my, my single Friends in Minneapolis, I sing. My single friends in Minneapolis. Yeah, I just I released it a couple years ago. Oh, you did? Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you can pull it up on YouTube. I can't find King of the World. By the way, what happened to it? Oh. I was trying to look at somebody asked me about it, and they said oh, I'll just I find it. I think Andy has it. it I can't find it anymore. Andy, what was his name? Uh, Ricky Peterson. Ricky Peterson. It was on Go Records. I remember that. That's a I remember Go Records. Tiny yeah. bit repetitive. Well, yes. <laughs> What's well, got nothing to do? I just did the voice on I know, it. I, she's you know, like, I mean, <clears throat> is it this? I'm a bad man. I'm yeah, the world. It. I'm pretty. I'm pretty. Ali. I love that song. Well, there you go. Where'd you find it? I need it? hammer pants. It's on YouTube. <laughs> oh, it is on YouTube. Now, there's a sad story. Ninety million dollars gone. Squandered. I just squandered ninety million dollars. Who? MC Hammer. It's easy. Yeah, he I lost thought it was 11 so million. Is 90, 90 million? million right? You oh. just piss it away. Yeah. Well, what's his face just did that? One of the rappers. He burned through like $100 million, well, that's too. Basically, the life of every rapper. Yeah, yeah that's pretty much yeah. true. Isn't Fill it? the pool <clears throat> up with Don Perignon. Yeah, exactly. Threw it right I, now. You mean the like cement stupid, pond? Stupid, stupid, so ridiculous. stupid stuff. So I'm telling you. Insanely ridiculous. <laughs> this is I'd for be people. cheaper if I had that much money, I think. I'd be like, no, we oh, have I know. to save every dollar yeah. we've made. Turn into a dragon. <laughs> yeah, like, Live in a small cabin and yeah, exactly. pretend I have nothing. Exactly. That's one of the questions I have right now. If you're Jeffrey Epstein, you're worth $600 million. He was a handsome guy in his youth. He had connections across the world to kings yeah. and princes and pre- why do you have to have sex with little girls? Because he's a sicko wacko. I mean, what, well, what I think is that? I think it's multiple things. I think he's mentally ill. Yeah. And then I think once you get so rich and you can do anything you want, yeah. there's nothing you start left to getting do. to the point where you can do anything want. you want. Yep. You can do it it's to a power anyone thing. you want. It's, yeah. They yeah. think that they're so powerful that they can do things that are illegal. Yeah, really and illegal. honestly, they're okay. right in a lot of well, cases. Plus, yeah, can probably. you imagine they've never had, I mean, they've never had to when you have that kind of money, there's no struggle anymore. There's no. That's no, not necessarily Even though you apparently well, stole I mean, it all. I mean, unless you have like a health thing. But I mean, you never have to worry about, you know, paying your gigantic tax bill or your house needs repaired. You don't, have to re- you don't have to worry about anything. So, And you've done everything. You've traveled everywhere. Like the most amazing you places. Your own island, your everything. Own you have everything. A, so life is kind of boring. Yeah, so they have to keep pushing well, the envelope. I, I told Tom this last week. Even in a smaller scale in my world right now, I have no wants. And having no wants kind of messes with your head. Yeah. You know? Because yeah, you have to look that. inside yourself to satisfy yourself. You want all that grass to be cut. 
It's already on there. I got all that handled. That keeps going. Yeah, it's all handled. It's all winter. It's all cut and I got a. Do you see my wheel whacker on wheels? No. I got a weed whacker on wheels. Nice. It's it's really nice. That would be nice. Yeah. So nobody still answered the question for me. What? 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 How, as a grown man, you're having sex with a child, how can you even, in your brain, go, hey, this is great? Because well, you're mentally well, ill. Was he actually having sex with child, with children? 12-year-olds. Oh, that's children, yeah. Mm. I mean, Jesus. Repubescent is yeah, yeah oh, a different God. level of weird. I just don't understand it. I, I just, you have it made, uh, and you just had to screw it up, and now you're dead. What a moron. Well, it's got to be some sort of very ill pathological yeah. thing where you uh, where you actually, I, I mean, they know. I mean, he's smart enough to know that he's going to be inflicting mm-hmm. mental distress on this kid forever. That's right. That's exactly right. You know, that right. might be part of it. <gasps> I know. It, it's, it's tough because I've seen the sex trade world in Los Angeles and the porn world, and a lot of these girls are... You know, I don't know if they're 12, but they're definitely 16 and 17. Yeah. And they're all in. Like, they're, they are. They, yeah. they are all into it. And it's so terrible. I don't know. It's it's a tough thing to call without yeah. being there and seeing it. But I've seen six, lots of 17, 16 year old girls lie and say that they're 18 and and they look like they're 28. Where, where's the ID? Maybe just ask for oh, some ID. Oh, it's easy to get ID. Oh, How about go. ask it for is. a birth certificate? Well, that's easy even too. easier. <laughs> you need really? a passport. Yeah. First tickets are easy to make. Really? They're just a piece of paper. Just a piece of paper. You can you can make one in Photoshop. Yeah. Great. We'll take a break. Be right back. Special guest Liz Astroff coming up next with the family. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more. And please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Uh-oh, she brought up the monkey. Take the, the monkey. last train to Clarksville. I like Clarksville. Great song. Actually, I love this song. I know, me too. I love the monkeys. monkeys. I like this song. This is a good song. Indeed. Well written. Very Beatles. It is. It's kind of Beatles. Well, it was written by Neil Diamond. Oh, was it? I believe so. Really? I like Neil Diamond, I'm not your stepping stone. I know that he wrote that. Uh, That I know he wrote. That's a good song. I I think he wrote Last Train to Clarksville, but I'm not sure. Stepping Stone's a good song, too. Mike Nesmith, Elephant Parts, one of the greatest guys ever born. Great guy. Elephant parts? That was yeah. the name of his... Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, he had a thing called elephant parts. A thing. His mother invented... <laughs> what did his mother this invent? This thing was called an elephant part. <laughs> Come on. What did his mother invent? You don't see it around anymore because there's no Everybody use for it anymore. Everybody invented whiteout. Yep, whiteout. Okay. That's exactly right. She invented whiteout. <laughs> I was going to say post-its, so I was <laughs> close. No, 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 you can't say post-its because at 3M would burn you to the ground, man. Uh. Is Liz ready to go? Yes, she is. Liz Astroff, how are you, Liz? I'm here. Hi, good. How are you? Did you invent Whiteout like Mike Nesmith's <laughs> mom? Did I invent Whiteout? She, Mike Nesmith's mom actually did invent Whiteout, though. It's true. Mm. It's absolutely true. From the monkeys. Do you know who the monkeys are, Liz? Yeah, I do. Who? I remember when they were on the Brady Bunch, too. Oh, yeah. They're they very good. Davy Jones. 
Davy Jones. I'm going to have to Uh-oh, dig Liz up that Lake. episode because those are my favorite. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, right. I'm obsessed with the Brady Bunch. Oh, I understand too. that huh. completely. No was question. Was the Partridge family and the Brady Bunch ever on the same show? Did they ever heard? No. Because they did go on no. tour together at one time. I love Liz. She goes, no. They did go on tour <laughs> together. By the way, we have, um, we have fake grass. And whenever someone, it just reminds me of the Brady Bunch. So whenever anyone walks by, I'm like, whenever they, and you could always tell if it was going to be a sad episode or a happy episode if someone was walking across the grass going, yeah, that's true. The minor key version of the theme, yeah. Yeah, and that house is right near me. I know where that house is, right off, right off of Melrose. It was just for sale. No, it's in, um, it's in the valley. It's not that good. The Brady Bunch house. It's not Melrose good. I know where the Brady it's, Bunch um, house is. It's hmm. by, um, it's in the in Studio City. Somebody just bought but it. But it looks nothing like that. Somebody just bought it. Well, now it, it does because they redid it, but it looked nothing like that. It was oh. very depressing. Don't oh. wait up. Confessions of a stay-at-home mom for fans of Let's Pretend This Never Happened and I Heart My Little A-Holes. Well, that's <laughs> nice, Liz. That's, that's really, not mine. That's real. Oh, it's not yours? That title was taken. Confessions okay. of a state work mom is mine. Uh, that's right. But that's right. I heart my little a-holes was not. That title was taken. Damn it. <laughs> it's a bumper sticker now. I heart my little it a-holes? It is? I've seen one similar to that, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Wow. It says sometimes my... I would be my... more proud of a bumper sticker than a book. Yeah, it says sometimes my, ki- <laughs> it says sometimes my kids are a-holes, but that's okay. <laughs> Works for me. That's true, they are. Don't wait up. Confessions of a stay-at-work mom. What's that all about, all about, Liz? Well, it's about how it's it's more of like kind of a memoir, but the mom thing kind of tied it all together. I think it's really funny that I'm calling myself a mom, even even though I am. It's like the last way I identify myself, um, only because I'm terrified of my kids. <laughs> But it's about how I don't go home a lot. You know, I don't go home till like a lot of times after they're sleeping because I'm afraid I'm going to mess them up. Sure. Um, Like, you know, because my childhood was kind of shitty. So I I just am like, I like didn't inherit any maternal instincts. Mm -hmm. I'm always shocked when I have them. And it's always like a nice surprise for everyone. It shocks you when you're nice? It shocks me when I'm, and I am really nice. It shocks okay. me when I'm like loving and warm and like actually want the best for them, which is every day. I mean, I overcompensate for my own stuff so much that um, I'm creating very needy people. Liz. They can't do anything on their own. <laughs> Liz, I love your shows. Oh, thank you. Oh, my God. She's worked on The King of Queens, Raising Hope. I loved Raising Hope. Yeah, we were watching Aww. it right now. We're yeah. in the oh, last season. God, I love that show. And we're getting depressed. That it's over? Yes. That was a fun show. Oh, it was a great show. Two Broke Girls. Yeah. Yes. Whitney, Becker. You, yeah, man, you worked a lot of great shows, as a matter of fact. That's fantastic. Thank you. Thanks. When, when, when are we going to have more things like, you know, King of Queens, Raising Hope, and Two Broke Girls, and yeah, things like that, because the sitcoms funny. now are not funny. Oh, they're terrible. I don't know. That's what I'm trying to, like, well, this year I'm developing stuff, which is, like, trying to create shows, and in the vein of, like, those shows, like, bring those kind of shows back, because I think, that like, mm-hmm. they don't really exist anymore. Mm-hmm. There's no, like, Mad About You Even, or Seinfeld, or those, like, funny multi-camera shows. Well, they yeah. tried so, to bring Will and Grace back, but... Deborah Messing yeah. destroyed that. She <laughs> destroyed like, that show. Have yes, you seen the new? Is it a new? Is the new? Um, is the reboot good? No, they canned it. They canned it. Yeah, apparently. Oh, I know. I know that. Two, I know that. Two seasons, right? Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. I thought but, it was just one. Didn't they do a bunch of seasons more? Like five? Did mm, they? I think they were supposed they to, but they're not going to because Megan Mullally says she will not work with Deborah Messing yeah. ever again. Wow. Oh, okay. So I can talk about that. Yeah, they hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> they hate each other. Liz, I love you, Liz. Well, I want I, you to know they that. They hate each other. Deborah oh. Messing's a little much, apparently. Yeah, she's a bit yes. too much. Yes. Why um, is she like I, that? I don't know. I mean, I feel like, so I think that they complain to human resources about each other. Uh, yeah. Like, if yeah, you go exactly. to HR and then they stopped following each other on Instagram, which is the biggest F you. I mean, <laughs> that's aggressive. I don't know what came first, them calling human resources on each other. Like, maybe that's why. But when you stop following someone, oh, my God. Yeah, Liz, you're creating a problem for yourself because now if you keep this up, I'm going to ask you to come back every day. I would totally come back every day. Honest to God, you're very funny. 
So you oh, did a, you. a lot of writing, a lot of, well, no, I'll tell you what, Raising Hope, Two Broke Girls, King and Queens, going on the list, Becker, Whitney, th- those shows were funny. You know, I got to, would you do, would you do me a favor and write a new TV yes. show? I'm the, trying now. Okay, well. I'm trying now. I want you to name um, it Shut Up-ish, because every show is an ish now. Yeah. Black-ish and white-ish and mixed-ish. I know. How about Shut Up-ish? I don't up-ish? have any. I'm Jewish, oh. but I don't think anybody would want it. Jew-ish. Um, <laughs> yeah. I just watched that episode with Bert <laughs> on Raising Hope. That's very funny. Jew-ish. He's a little Jew-ish. Jew-ish. Yeah, you got black-ish, um, white-ish, and Jewish. That works. Yeah, I don't think there's a Jewish show, but no, I agree. <laughs> I miss those shows. We still watch. Um, we still watch Seinfeld and King of Queens is always on at night. Yeah. Yep. And in the background, and I'm like, that was a funny show. Yeah. I can't watch King of Queens anymore because I've seen every one of them. Yeah. Like five you times. Have? So I'm like, ah, I've seen this one ten times. Yeah, can't watch it anymore. Yeah. yeah. It's so funny because people, I like writing the way people actually talk to each other. Yes, that's why it's funny. That's what was so funny about it. Yep, you're absolutely right. um, And Friends is like going to be in movie theaters now. Did you know that? Yeah. What? I'm not a Friends fan. Really? What do you mean? um, Me neither. I hate it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Catherine, you have a sister named Liz. I didn't know that. You and Liz sound exactly the same. My my brother wrote on Friends the first few seasons. Oh, well, that's nice. And that's what actually got me to move here because he was like, oh, my God, it's great. You have to come out here. So I was like, all right. Um, But uh, they're showing that in movie theaters. They're taking, like, four episodes and showing in theaters. But I never really watched Hmm. it because I was always working, and it was back in, like, the VCR days. So I would, like, record something, and then it was just, it, I never got to watch TV. So now I'm watching all those shows. Now, two, two, broke like girls, two Broke Girls wasn't really a hit when it first came, right? Because no. I remember seeing billboards all over L.A., but it was never really on, nobody ever talked about it. And then oh, once really? the billboard no, stopped, really dirty. and then it got real popular after it was on a different network. Oh, really? I think that Two Broke Girls was on a different network? I didn't know When that. it first started, I think there was a different network that was pushing it. Because now it's just on. Let's see here. It's not, it's oh, well, now it's on it's syndicated. Syndicated, it right. Syndicated, yeah. But it didn't blow, but it was, blew up until it got syndicated. Really? I think it's better when things aren't advertised like crazy. Yeah. Like Whitney yeah. was so advertised, yep. over-advertised, that sick of it. it wound up, you know, it can never it can never meet those expectations mm-hmm. ever. You just can't. Could you do me a favor, so, Liz? I need a favor from you. Yeah. In your next sitcom that you're writing. Yeah. I need you to give Andy Kindler a starring role because I don't see enough. I think he's one of the funniest people on earth. Oh, I like him. Oh, he's he a, was on something. Well, he was on Raymond, wasn't he? He yeah. was on Raymond. He was on. Uh, he's on Bob's Burgers. Burgers yeah. yeah. Andy's an he's old. He's very friend. funny. Oh God, he's I think wonderful. I've seen him in stand-up and stuff, right? Yep. Sure, yeah. Absolutely. Very funny yeah, he's guy. He's really funny. He All right, I'll I'll figure that out. Thank you, Liz. <laughs> I appreciate it immensely. Now, I, you know, what's great about this is back in the day, because um, I might have a couple of years on you, Liz, if you know what I mean, but right. women basically could not be pretty and be funny, and then in general, women couldn't be funny. And now right. women are some of the most funny people on earth, uh, so I'm glad it kind of caught up, you know what I mean, that, that women Thanks. now are the funny ones. Um, I would rather be pretty, but um, <laughs> I think there are not a lot of female comedy writers. I will say that. There's Why not? not? And women are not considered funny. I don't know. There's I still do. that, like, there still is that bit of sexism where um, women aren't given as much. Like, it's always like, oh, that's funny. Like, people's voices will go up if you say something funny. Oh, that's, oh, that's funny. Oh, really? I'm shocked. You're Liz funny. Said something funny. <laughs> oh. I, I tell you, so Liz, honest yeah. to God, you're, I, I see. I but I was raised by my mother and my sisters, so I think women are hilarious. Always have. I think women are so funny, also. Yeah. But it's like an ego. It's an ego thing too for men. Absolutely. I think. But, you think it is? Yes. But there are all those shows now where you know run by women, and you know, and uh, that. But there's not a ton of comedy, and there, there are not a ton of women in comedy. That's true. You know, I should probably do my job and talk about your book instead of about how much I think you're funny. I should probably talk about your your I'm book, don't either. you think? I'm fine. I'm fine. Don't wait up. It. Confessions of a stay-at-work mom. <laughs> so you just don't want to ruin your kids. That's the the whole message. I don't want to ruin my kids. Okay. Um, I'm afraid of um, I'm afraid of ruining my kids, so I don't go home. But I actually do always wind up going home. Well, that's good. That's nice of you. Um, Out of guilt, right? I always wind up coming home. I'm actually, I come home every night. 
Well, so, um, but but that's what the the impetus of the book was. It was like my childhood and why, and also what made me a sitcom writer, and um, and uh, yeah. So like so what? Just very quickly, I don't want you to get depressed here. But what what was wrong with your childhood? What happened in your childhood that you didn't care for? Oh well, just like my mom. Well, my mom left when I was six, Aww. but I was actually really happy about it. So that's even <laughs> I couldn't wait. So okay. I was like, oh, my God, when is she leaving? Okay. She wasn't great. And then she did some really, like, I'm realizing now as a parent, um, I'm realizing now as a parent that um, what a horrible mother she was, like how I could never have done those things. So, I mean, it's all in the book, but then so, and how I've been trying not to be her my entire life. And really? Then, um yeah, so that's what drives me, is trying not to be her. And that's what, like, I've been running from that my entire life, and then it informs every single thing I do. Catherine, do you think so, that's why I think Liz is so funny? Because I have the same relationship with my father that she had with her mother. Oh, could, could very well be. Well, I, and also, she's just funny. And you are, and also, Liz is just funny. That's the <laughs> other part of it. need a specific reason. Yeah, <laughs> he's always, really he's always trying to find Well, it is about how, like, so humor, like... Reason. We missed that. Humor, like, you know, is a way of a coping mechanism, and it actually wound up working for me. And also, yeah. I yep. lived, like, I just, like, ate up TV. Like, I was just, I just watched sitcoms and mm-hmm. tried to, you know, will myself into those worlds. So I just grew up watching so much TV that it kind of, like, was ingrained in me, and it helped me become a TV writer. That's all I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Did you have siblings? Did you have siblings? What did you say? Did you have siblings? Yeah, I have an older brother who he was like, so he's a writer also, and um, he's the one that worked on Friends, and he actually had a show called Trial and Error a couple of I love that show. Oh, my God. Isn't it good? I worked on it. Isn't it? Oh, why didn't it come back? I love that show. I know. Thank you. I will tell you. Clever show. Please do. Great stuff. Um, It was so, so, so good. (laughs) It was. And um, I loved it so much. It was so funny. It was so silly. And we were both obsessed with The Staircase, the documentary, and um, true right. crime stuff. Right. So it was kind of like a mockumentary on all of that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so he was much, um, he's in the book a lot, because we were very close when we were very little, and then we were not close at all until we were like in our 30s or late 20s. Anyway, he was valedictorian. He went to an Ivy League school. I was like a criminal. <laughs> and we wound up with the same career. That's a good thing. So it just it just doesn't matter really. No, it Liz. Matter how you do in school, folks. I, I, and in that in that in that business, you're yeah. probably better off as the criminal. I think so. That is true. Liz, I have to ask you a question. Was it you or your brother that came up with calling Jews Northeasterners and making a big nose with your thumb and forefinger? That was finger? Jeff. That oh was my, my brother. Oh, my God, was that funny. That was his, yeah. Well, only a Jewish person could write that, first yeah, of all, because otherwise yes, it would be Yes, only a Jewish offensive. person could write yes. that. That was him. That's the pilot. That was the, the first season. All of it was, I mean, this was very much his show, and um, I was lucky enough to work on it the second season. But we did have, we did, Regress to our older brother, little sister dynamic. I understand. But network was showing. Someone said it was like watching Mrs. Maisel, the two of us. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. that. <laughs> oh, we got Liz. You got to come back. Well, that that fifteen minutes was not enough. Oh, okay. I will come back. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Liz. Okay. Bye. Bye. Liz Astroff. The book is called "Don't Wait Up: Confessions of a Stay at Work Mom." Oh, God, is she oh, funny? Yeah, mm-hmm. she's very funny. Uh, trial and error. If you've not seen it, no, that's what I said. What network? What network? I don't it's really see. it's one of those shows that you have to watch a few times before you understand. It's like Blacklist. It just it's just so goofy that you've got to give it a chance. They do this, yeah. Ella, because it's on camera. They go, <clears throat> so you're a lawyer? Is he a <clears throat> northeasterner? <laughs> terrible. But it was really and just funny. all kinds of. Well, they just... should say they should say uh, as they they are film a, a scriptwriter in L.A. <laughs> pretty much everybody in L.A. who writes anything is Jewish. Yeah. I it was on be... NBC. NBC, okay. Uh, I will be reading Don't Wait Up, Confessions of a State at Work Mom, because Liz Astroff is hilarious. Yeah, she's pretty funny. We'll be back with the family.